Welcome, everybody, in the Movie Guys Verse. This is Jordan here, part of Movie Guys Podcast. We wanted to say thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode. If you don't know what Movie Guys Podcast is, we are a new movie review show that is updated weekly. You can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And tonight we're talking about the Netflix film I.O., a sci-fi drama? I, I I don't know. Eric, how are you doing tonight, buddy? <laughs> I, you know what? Like, we were riffing a little bit before about I.O.'s and, and high-ho's and high-ho's and your O's. There you so, go. That's That was, I guess, more fun than I've had than watching this movie. Ed, what do you think? Sounds like your life's kind of boring, actually. <laughs> not, not as boring as this goddamn movie. Well, <laughs> well, okay, we're getting into it because this... Yeah, let's just, let's, just jump, let's just jump right into it because, you know, let's be honest. The best part about this movie was the fact that it ended. Yeah, hour and a half, it was like... Yeah. All right, let's get this over with. It's... I thought it would have potential because I like me a sci-fi, and it seemed like the sta- uh, the the cast. I was about to see staff. It seemed like the staff of this movie was uh, well equipped, but um, oh well, it was uh, it was something quite different. Okay, let's just I the big question here, and I just need to know uh, everyone before I know. We, we were jumping ahead because we should probably give a description of the movie and who's in it and what's it about and everything like that. But do you guys think, like, is this the the chick, Margaret Qualley, who's uh, Andy McDowell's daughter, right? Uh, yeah. Do you think, is, is she a bad actress or was this character just shit? Uh, both. Um, so... Let's 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 let have have I answer this question to let's get right into it like we were saying we're going to spoil the shit out of this and this is going to be different from our normal reviews because I think we all three are going to agree but it could be an interesting fight I think she's a bad actress and I think that uh, the character was written poorly because she has no arc okay what's this movie about Jordan well this movie is basically about this. Uh, this uh, 18, 20 year old girl named Sam who lives in a dystopian future that is not named of the year. And the earth has taken over uh, civilization. There's only a few, uh, maybe a few humans left on earth. And there is this uh, cloud of radiation that if you are exposed to it, you are dead. Uh, we don't know how quick you are dead. We don't know if you die instantly, but you are dead if you are exposed. Uh, because of all this, the humans battled to escape the Earth, and they are now on an orbiting space station going to live in a new Earth colony called uh, I.O. to repopulate civilization. And the end of the movie is there are a few rockets left on Earth that are going to do their final descent into space to go to I.O., and she has to struggle with if she wants to leave Earth or go to space to I.O., it's the colony above the moon yes. Io. Yes, it's above the moon Io, which is a Jupiter moon. I will just give so. you one correction there, because as I'm reading a lot of these reviews on IMDb, a lot of people seem to be doing a fantastic job at fact-checking the science in this movie. 
Um, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, it's definitely not not too difficult to do that. So just let, to jump, yeah. jump in real quick, I don't think that she's a terrible actress. Um, did you guys actually, Eric? I know you did because you're the one who turned me on to it. Did you ever see the Death Note movie? Oh yeah, the the live action one. Yeah, yeah, she was in it and she was good. Um, she was also, and I've not finished the series, but she's also in the Leftover series, which forget about the background and what what that movie show is about. She's not bad in it, so I I, I don't want to say that I take exception with the fact that she. I don't think she's a bad actress. I think that uh, Jordan's right in the sense that this character had no arc, and. There's really, it's hard to do a movie by yourself. Like, acting, for the most part, is playing off the people around you and playing off what's going on. The only person to ever really do very well by themselves was Tom Hanks and Castaway. You know, uh, the Sam best... Rockwell? Well, and, but he was playing off of uh, the robot. True, yes. Okay, so, and, and I was going to even use, like, the best description that I had read about this movie was that it was a deconstruction of The Martian. Okay. Same thing. Same thing is uh, Matt Damon played off the conversations he was having with uh, with uh, the people back in, on Earth. So, but they, so, they do address conflict in this movie, and right. I guess there's a little bit of, of, of that with, with what's going on and, and what her goal is and why she's there. Um, because when you have... A planet that is now deemed toxic and it's just killing everybody. They can't support life anymore, and everyone just says, "All right, fuck it, let's just leave." And everyone takes a rocket ship to the the IO, I guess. And she stays behind because apparently her father uh, has led kind of almost a cult belief in that no, we're meant to be here. We are meant to keep this. And then they kind of allude to like a bee uh, keeping the hive and, and stuff like that. And um, that's they're saying that there's a way to to live on this planet, even in its current state. Right. She was born in the Earth that is right now. Yeah. So the way it is is like she doesn't know, and she's somehow she's got a long distance relationship with the dude who's on that space station. But have they ever really met? No, I think that was a guy that her dad was talking to. No, she after- said love love from here to. Io and be all in the stars or whatever. So oh, yeah. of course you let me finish. You let me finish. I'm saying that I'm, I'm the reason why I'm saying that is because I think her dad had a conversation with this guy, and then once her dad spoiler passed away, he was the only person that she could talk to, and she just built this online romance. Dear, I say. Sure. Well, it was pretty obvious that he was gonna die. That he was dead. Kind of uh, from it was obvious right off the bat, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. Uh, oh, then, yeah. and then, in order to further the plot, we have a mysterious stranger, <coughs> uh, Micah, played by Anthony Mackie, showing up in the Falcon, the goddamn uh, Wizard of Oz balloon. Just, just, <laughs> just is able to just expertly just just poop, just land right there, and then gets out just looking, you know what I mean? Just like a yeah. spaceman, just like all right. Yeah, yeah, I fucking just landed that hot air balloon in your front lawn. Tape yeah. it to your dad. <laughs> it's like, that's a baller-ass move. I've seen people walk away from explosions that don't look as cool as this. Dude <laughs> no. just lands a hot air balloon where he wanted. First try, yeah. on a mountain. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Don't yep. even ask questions. 
And it's definitely a drop the mic moment. All she could do is just stare. That's that's basically a lot of the movie. What if her just kind of staring? Yeah, like because I can't say reacting. No, because it was just kind of staring. Yeah. Until she got broken up with and said, "You have to take me now." We'll talk about that if you want to talk about it now. Since we're jumbling all around, we go ahead. Because well, I think we're going no, kind, we'll, of, kind we'll, of in order here. Like, she yeah, let's, let's get the planet. Out. Something about her dad, and they believe yeah. that they're supposed to be on there, and that the last people there, and then suddenly uh, Anthony Mackie shows up. Yeah, but before Anthony Mackie, I actually did like to see her life before Anthony Mackie showed up. Um, I liked her. I liked her hazmat suit that she made herself. I like the fact that she's discovering mosquito pools that there is life somewhere. Um, I also like when the camera pulls back and you actually get to see the disaster that has that has taken place. You don't get to see much of it. You don't know what city you're at, but I do like to see that. And I love the fact that she's on top of this hill or this mountain, and her backyard is the city landscape covered in the smog and this fog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a scary image. I was watching my wife and I was like, that's pretty creepy. And she goes, how's that creepy? It's this fog. And I was like, she knows this kills you. This killed her father. So every morning she wakes up, she looks at her backyard. There it fucking is. It will never go away. Yeah. And, this poison, you know. You know? Yeah, it's and, right there. That's and there are weird. other little subtleties that I did like about this movie. I will say that. The fact that they don't insult your intelligence at all when they they have the the lit fire on the outside of her house you know oh, yeah you, you know because you know that tells you whether or not it's safe because as we know certain gases make flames burn hotter so they're hotter and higher so you have that and she looks at that every morning to see if she's you know if she can go outside and breathe um, you know, and they have certain other things that they can use to determine stuff. Um, they, the fact that they don't ever necessarily tell you what happens, they just assume, even though I'm not necessarily smart enough to know the science behind how this would have happened or what gases these would be that would, would kill you. They, they, don't, they don't insult you by trying to explain it. So, you know, I, I did dig that, and that was, a, that was a, a one thing that I enjoyed very much about this movie. That, that I was found a complaint. It- Sorry, uh, real quick, Jordan. I was complaining online about the science of it. People saying that if that gas was some sort of uh, reactant to to uh, different, like like a flame or something like that, then her four by four, her ATV wouldn't wouldn't be able to because it's a combustible engine, so it would have a different God reaction. We're assuming God they do make electric ones now, so True. we're assuming. Yep, yep. So we're assuming we got some loopholes. Yeah. yeah, we have no idea what year this is. Um, I do also like the fact that he hint at the ending where we discover in a flashback that her and her dad went out to the radiation zone and they had their pet pig and the pet pig uh, survived and lived a happy long life after being exposed to the radiation. Um, But then, yes, but then Falcon shows up. Now, Falcon arrives in his hot air balloon a la Wizard of Oz, and he's there to see her dad, Dr. Warren, and she gives him a bullshit lie, which we all know. You know, like, oh, no, 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 he's, yeah. he's gone, he's, he's on a trip. a good liar. Yeah, he's gone, he's on a trip. Uh, he'll be gone for a day or two. So she eventually um, gets into his bag, takes all of his shit out, and we find a gun with six bullets. So right there it tells me that he's there to kill the doctor. Yeah. We find out after they sleep together, jumping ahead a little bit, that the reason why he's there, he doesn't tell her 
He doesn't tell her uh, that he's there to kill the doctor. Uh, he just admits that he had a wife. She was exposed to the radiation, and she eventually died, and he had to starve her. He had to ration out his own food. Um, because they she, believed his yeah, his word as gospel. Yeah, That's why he said to her, Ed, and, and to Eric, too, that's why he said to her when she said, hey, my online boyfriend broke up with me. We need to sleep together. He's like, no, I can't because... I, because, I, because, because I'm here to murder your dad. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. he got better revenge by sleeping with the daughter. <laughs> yeah. that, isn't, that always the, isn't that always the best revenge, really? And knocking her up, too. Well, they, they gave did. a spoiler there. And now here's the thing is that because what we got to see was um, really it was either well acted because of how awkward it was or it was just the most awkward sex scene I think ever, because you basically had her, you, or that, uh, Sam forcing herself on to Micah there. Yeah. Uh, and it was just like, it was tense, it was awkward, but I mean, obviously they, they acted it well if I was cringing, you know, where it's just like, oh, it's just really... Dirty. Oh, God. And then she's, <laughs> and he's like, she no, did. She I can't, him. and then he, and then she's like, no, we have to. Remember that? She's like, yeah. no, <laughs> I'm not giving you the choice... You know, we have to do this. Now, at first, I was just like, do you really? Like, I would, like, this is really weird. Uh, but given the ending in, in, I guess I I guess I understand why they had to. Is, yeah, I don't know if you can hear my air quotes there. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had to. That's what she said, because that's why I say that this character, it, either, either she's a bad actress or she's terrible in this movie. Maybe she's great in other stuff. I haven't seen her in other stuff besides the nice guys. Um, I don't know, uh, but from what I can tell, she has no arc. She's all about science. That's all she cares about. And when she says to the Falcon, hey, we have to, that's her pretty much telling him, we have to fuck so you can impregnate me so my theory can come true. Yeah. I don't know that it was about the getting knocked up, and I said that to you on the phone. I have but that's no... what it is. That's, that's why she said it, though. Well, I, maybe I missed something. I mean, maybe I, I, I had to have missed something then because I don't know that that's why she... she I don't know that she had I, to get knocked up to complete the experiment. No, Maybe I, it I, was. I'll give you a theory. I hate to cut you off there, sorry. Um, it's fine. That it's... Because those moments where her father was talking, uh, these flashbacks, because the entire movie, uh, when you have this part, she's tormented about this, this puzzle of how can we live here? How, how do we survive on this planet? We shouldn't have to leave. This is our home. And she's haunted by it because everything's repeated over to her head. And she's constantly reminded that she's living in a danger zone and she's running out of time. And time is shrinking exponentially. And she doesn't know really what the hell to do. She's, she's lost and she's pissed because that's where her father was, kind of lost. Yeah, yeah. And his father couldn't figure it out. And he believed that Father kept on saying that it's human connection is the reason why we do this. And then Anthony Mackie, remember that point too, he talks about how the human was uh, human soul was one and then it was ripped apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a, a lot of mythos in, in this movie too and they're learning about, to that too. She then figures out, I believe, that everything that in order to continue on, the human connection is the evolution of childbirth. And that's basically what she's going on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. So that's, you said it better you, than I. I agree with you completely. No, no, that's yeah, – I spawned it off of that, George. 
No, I mean, you're right. I mean, that's just what I'm saying, and that's why we're trying to convince you. That's what I think Eric and I are trying to convince you. That's why she says that line. Now, is it spelled out to you in the movie? No, Eric has a lot of good points, but she says we have to because she has to complete this experiment. She has to get the connection. Well, Jordan, you had a good point when we talked in private, uh, you and I, about this movie. I'd love for you to explain it to Eric when you had asked me a couple of questions about, like, this moment when he was saying he was a teacher and he's from before – but he's – go ahead. You, you can do it better. You can explain it better than I can. Well, I don't like the age gap. I mean, like, the Falcon, he's he's great. But this is a role for, like, Bruce Willis? Maybe 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 five years younger? Because he, he said he wants to be a teacher. He was going to be a teacher. Meaning, the way I interpreted that line, that, you know, he was going into high school, in high school kind of age, ready to go. She's, let's say, 18. And she's never known the earth but this. So how much older is this guy? 18 I mean, years? I mean, if you, I don't know. I'm just saying, like... I, I don't, I, let's, let's take from, from what his age actually looks like. He probably looks like, I don't know, late 30s, 40, mid-40s, man. I don't know. Somewhere around let's that say late. 40. Let's say 40, then, yeah. So yeah, he's, he's let's 40. say 40. She's 18. Is, is, is that, does, does that make sense? 20 years? Why not? So in... In real life, in real life, he is forty. Does and I'm looking. I'm going to look her up right now. We could go. We, we, we shouldn't do this because I know we've done it for other movies, and, and I, I like to kind of make it our, our thing where it's just like, oh well, we can shit on a movie, and then for every one thing that we, you know, shit on, that what we add, what would we add or improve upon? There's a lot wrong with this movie, yes. and uh, and, and I mean not like in in. Production or like in in the shooting of it, but just like in in logic and in science, there's a there's a lot, and we don't need to go into. It. So anything else that you're gonna say, just excuse it because, like, you know what I mean. Like, I'll give you yeah, an example. I'll give you an example to back it up. Uh, um, this is the most popular one too, and I, and I agreed with it completely because the first thing that I said, last scientists to this day even say it too. If you had the technology to go to Jupiter's moon and colonize. Uh, around in orbit, and then talk about going to a planet and in, inhabiting that one, a new planet, terraforming that one, then you mm-hmm. should have the technology to do something about your fucking damaged planet. At the very least, build like a biodome, you know, like in, in a mountain. <laughs> biodome. Just like, you know, just something like a nice, you could build, like they have, you know, golf tents that, that in the winter that look just as, you can do that, you know. If it's just well, to you, keep you, the air out, then I feel like that's it's not a far. They, you can make an air filtering system. Well, they tell you at the beginning, and I hate the fact that I'm the one person in this position to have to feel like I'm defending this. Movie, Wonderful, you paid it, attention. Yeah, is that I feel like they had said at the beginning that they left in a hurry, like it became real fucking apparent that Earth was going to reclaim itself. People were dying by the tens of thousands. And they had already been building this plan to go out to the space station, and they had to push it ahead. So they went and they just left. They didn't have time to build these things. And the few people that were the not the best scientists, but the ones that were saying, I can fix this, we can fix this, I know how to do this, I can figure it out, they're the ones that stayed. So there were several that did stay, not just these, not okay. just the doctor who was her dad. So they did hurry up and get the hell out of there and – you know, they're the ones that were behind were the ones that were saying that I can fix it. 
So they would not have wanted to live necessarily in like a biodome type thing. That's why they built greenhouses in the mountains. And she does say with a, with a line later in the movie, you know, that's why we all live up here. You know, isn't it amazing that we all live up here in the mountains or we live, it's all down there and we live way up here. You know, to actually go on both your guys' points, I will say something positive about it too, real quick, is positive and negative, but try to hear me on this one. This this is a good Netflix series because you guys have given up some really good theories I would like to see. This should be like episode one, right? And like and like her and the Falcon do these little adventures together, and eventually they do find a biodome in the mountains somewhere to know more about it. Maybe maybe the show could progress at that point. You know what I mean? Because I sure. think I'm missing a whole world. I'm missing the world building. I'm missing all this stuff. You guys have some great points. No, you're, that's a, a good one for it, too. This one seemed maybe like um, there could have been a lot more to the story. And, and there may possibly uh, could have been. And it was cut or, I, I mean, who knows? There's three three writers attached to this movie. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what they were doing. Here's the unfortunate part that I, I, I see about this is that I think this was – what you would used to expect out of a Netflix movie. We've been spoiled with movies like Bright and Bird Box. You know, when I would first hear about Netflix original content, and I'm talking before House of Cards and whatnot, this is what I would have expected. You know, sort of people you've never heard from before that have never really done anything. Maybe the actors have done a couple of things that needed needed work and, you know, whatnot. And mm-hmm. this is what I would have expected. We got spoiled with Bright, which we reviewed and is in our archives. We got spoiled with Bird Box, which is in our archives. So, like, definitely in our archives. you know, you're definitely in the archives, Jordan. Definitely in the archives. It was certainly there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I have to say that I I still don't hate this movie. I really don't. I mean, I feel like, sure, you can shit on the science of almost any movie. We, you know, the three of us love the Avengers movie, and it has a giant purple guy with stones in his hand that kills half the planet. You know what I mean? So it's 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 just a matter of subject, I guess. Is is we're making this? It's a realistic style of sci-fi, and they didn't necessarily get the science right. Which again, I'm not smart enough to know, and I can see that. But you know, at the same time, I, I you know, the point of a movie was is 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 to entertain me, and I I I was entertained by it. I, I, I there were a lot of problems that I felt that, like we've said, we could what we would have done. I I would have made it like Jordan said. I would have made it a series. This was episode one. If you're planning on making it a movie, you don't have these all of a sudden jolts in character development. Which, you know, she goes from this crazy science geek and she loves science and she's most enthusiastic when she's telling up talking about her tattoos. Sure. You know, you know, so it was the she doesn't go into any more detail than that. That's all you know about her. And him, you have to go and pry at the storyline, which you two got and I didn't. So two things I want to talk about before we get into our pocket rating to go on to Ed's thing. I have a theory. Let's see what you guys think. Because I don't know if they explained it well in the movie. But in the movie, she lifts up her shirt, and on her stomach, there are these uh, markings, kind of like kind of like wounds from an ejection, right? Yeah. 
at the end of the movie, when she takes off her mask and she doesn't die from the radiation, did she accidentally create an antidote? That left is left to be said. Because because what was she stabbing herself in the stomach with? Did she actually stab herself? I, I don't. I didn't remember seeing a scene when she poked herself in the stomach. Do you guys remember a scene like that? Yeah, I, she doesn't poke herself. She's got this stuff that she lifts up her shirt and just dabs on her skin, and it leaves giant wounds. Not, I'm not sorry, not giant wounds. It leaves like a track of wounds, and she takes a picture of it, and she tracks the what it's doing to her. She's she's studying it. But what is it from plant life that she has yeah, taken? Yeah, didn't she, uh, the observation when she was walking through the city that um, the vines had changed color, right? Yeah, changed red. Yeah. Was that what she was, uh, the plants that was... I, I, I think I, don't rem- I don't remember specifically. I just remember that, that specific point. Because at the end of the movie, the big spoiler is she has all these markers on her stomach. Uh, she sleeps with the Falcon. Uh, she's gonna take off her mask so he can go on the, on the ship to go to Io, the, the Jupiter moon. And she decides to stay here. And then the movie jumps ahead ten years and she's on a beach covered in fog with, I would say, a five-year-old kid. Sure. So. Well, is it ten years or at five? Or is it five years? Well, tomato, tomato. I'm just trying to say, I think what the movie's trying to say is, she accidentally found an antidote, and the reason why the kid survives is because, you know, he's part of her, and she gave that to him. The, sure, I mean, again, it's about... The connection is, yeah, was the, was the missing part of the, the equation. They should have said that, though. They should have came out and said if my theory was true or not, because I think that would have been an interesting ending was, I accidentally found the antidote by doing this. They should have said a lot, actually. Yeah. But she just came up as very emotionless, and I, again, I don't know if that was just the character, or like you said, like, not arc, but I, I, it's just, uh, it is what it is, I guess. It is what it is. So let's get into our popcorn rating here for I.O. Ed, how many bags of popcorn will you give I.O.? So, I'm going to give, I'm giving it a small bag. Um, you know, I can see a lot of issues that we've all brought up with it, but I was still, I was still entertained. Um, I didn't, you know, there, there was almost no interaction between the, the, the actress except for the last half an hour of the movie, 40 minutes of the movie, which is, I guess, half of it, the second half of it. And, and the interaction between the two of them just doesn't make sense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was still just entertained with the movie. Uh, small, small bag of pop. There you go. All right, and Eric. What will be your popcorn rating for I.O.? Yeah, I guess it's, yeah, I guess it's a small bag. I don't know. It's like I'm, I'm cool with not really watching this ever again. The world was there. I I, I, I mean, I felt like um, they didn't – here's the thing. I'll give it to its credit is that uh, I didn't get a lot of answers because they didn't really ask a whole lot of questions, and, and that's fine because it just kind of left it to – to whatever, you know. So instead of answering stuff and giving it definite, they made it just kind of open so that it, it just allows that world to exist. And that's cool because you've established it and it's there. Uh, and I, I'm all for that. Um, I, I thought the few parts were a little corny, a little cheesy, and 
I don't know, the, the, sometimes the acting just felt like, I don't know, forced. I didn't feel like, there was not really good, a flow of chemistry between these two. And that's, I felt like that was just noticeable in this, in this movie, honestly. Um, but I don't know if that's just them and their, and their acting, because I know that Anthony Mackie is a talented actor. Um, I've not seen, uh, Margaret Qualley is her name. Again, Andy McDowell's daughter. Uh, in much of anything else. I guess I saw her in, in Nice Guys, but, she, I mean, she was fine for the most part, I guess. I something, it would have been better. I think you're right. As like a mini series where you could have explored a lot more of what was going on, you know, um, rather than it just being this uh, this one off of a person finding uh, an antidote in the form of love. If if that's a good way of putting it, love conquers all, bro. Sure enough, sure enough, but. I don't know. It's just the movie was just meh. It, it, I mean, to be honest with you, if I'm being really everything, all parts were were fine. The movie was just slow paced and just meh. It just didn't really, you know, it it didn't fill you up. It left you wanting more. You know, you ever eat something and you're just like, yeah, I'm still hungry though. You know. Yeah, that's not a Taco Bell though. That's why it's a small bag because they eat a small bag. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm still hungry though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give this one a, a medium bag. I don't think it's terrible. Um, I shit on it because a lot of it doesn't make sense. But this is my kind of this is my ballpark here. I like uh, this kind of dry drama science fiction kind of film. Um, I, I guess that's why I like 2001: Space Odyssey, right? Um, I do have a lot of problems with the movie. Um, I, I do not care for her as an, uh, as a character because there's no arc. The whole point of a movie is for you, the audience, to find at least one person to go behind and follow them through a journey uh, in which we did not get this journey. There was hardly any journey. Uh, the person that I was most interested in was the Falcon. I mean, he should have... I mean, the movie should have been about him uh, more. Uh, so I thought it was interesting. Um, am I going to see it again? Probably not. But for those nerdy, sci-fi, hard sci-fi fans out there like myself, this this one's at least to give a watch and see what you think. It's not that long. It's an hour and a half. It's not like it's three hours. Thank God, because I couldn't sit through that. That's, so, that was the I think why, why why it was easier to swallow is because it's an hour and a half. Yeah, it was it was easier because I started it and I was like, oh, it's an hour and a half. Okay, we're good. You know, it's not a big deal. If two hours would have killed me, like Aquaman did. So, anyway, well, that brings us to our uh, final review here for I.O. We hope everybody enjoyed it here. But we also hope everybody's going to enjoy our next week's episode because I know Eric's really excited about it. I am, and so is Ed. We're going to be reviewing Into the Spider-Verse. So I'm excited to see this one coming up here. Ed, I know you're excited. Yeah, um, I can't wait to... Pick apart all the flaws of of that has everything to do with this movie. For no, I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking the comic book. Oh, because it's got you every like, version. Like Miles, I can't wait to. I cannot wait. And I'm not a purist by any means of Spider-Man. I'm not the most knowledgeable person, but from what I would can gather, and I haven't done any research. I haven't read any troll fucking forums or anything like that. I just can't wait to use my what little Spider-Man knowledge I do have to just eat this movie alive. 
Well, we also hope that you enjoy eating another movie alive with coming out in a few weeks. We're going to watch uh, The House That Jack Built, which is a very interesting uh, movie, and I can't wait to review that. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And like always, you can find us on iTunes and uh, Spotify and iHeartRadio, search for Movie Guys Podcast, and on Twitter, on Facebook, search for Movie Guys Podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night.